forever. Dog. Someone is shopping for murder. This week on the podcast, Richie Tankersley Q6, The Mall. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp and genre fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today on the podcast, we are discussing Richie Tankersley Q6, The Mall. Woo! What? Yeah. So, what did you think? Um, I, overall, I felt fine. Um, but there were points where I was literally like, who? What? What? Yeah, I... How? I certainly... I think I enjoyed this more than even like Spring Break or One Evil Summer yeah. because it, it's just nice to switch it up with a different author. Mm-hmm. So I was like enjoying myself. She also knows how to write. It's fucking bananas. It's crazy. But I also, the thing I appreciated mm-hmm. is that these people talk like teens from the early 90s. Yes. So like I could hear their voices and I could actually like see it in my head. Like um, I was picturing like the feel of like Night of the Comet, which I know is from the 80s, but it's just like a like kind of like a teeny bopper type like uh, sci-fi horror. Mm -hmm. So it just it felt very much like, well, gosh, you know, I just got to get out of this place. Yeah. Type of feel. Nothing felt too clunky. No. I mean, as far as dialogue. Yeah. Um, cool. Want to read the back of the book? Okay. He's everywhere waiting just for her. Something is covered by a sticker. I think Trish. Trish. <laughs> Trish. Is that it? Looked probably because it's like it's it, yeah, it would be like Trish into the dressing. Trish looked into Trish, the dressing. Trished into the dressing. Trish. Trish trished it up into the trishing Trish. Trish looked into the dressing room mirror, admiring herself in the gorgeous white dress. Unknown to her, someone else is watching. Not true. No, true. Well, she feels like someone's watching. Someone's watching. Anyway, anyway it says we'll unknown to, to her. Unknown to her. She feels like it's true. He knows. She is smiling just for him. Ugh. Yuck. His soft, strange voice whispers her name from the crowd. His hooded eyes follow her every move. At first, she thinks he's just a creepy customer hanging around Muffin Mania where she works at the mall. (laughs) But suddenly, he's everywhere. The man with a thousand faces tormenting her day and night. He knows her secrets. There's no safe place to hide. There's no one she can tell, no one she can trust. How can she escape a madman willing to kill to make her his forevermore? Forevermore. Um, pretty accurate, right? Yeah, I'd I, say so. I'd say fully accurate. I'd say that, like, the book is definitely about Trish being stalked by fully this guy. stalked by a guy who keeps putting on different um, disguises. <laughs> yeah, he has, like, wigs and very beards weird. and scars and fake teeth. He has, teeth like, every employee in the mall to stalk her. Here's the thing. Yes. Yes, queen? There's a... There's always like a spirit store, you know, for around Halloween. Mm, true. In the mall. So he's yeah. he's stealing all those things. I believe it. I, I believe, believe it. he's got all those things. I believe he's got all of those different outfits. It is funny to me that he 
he's like, you've seen me everywhere. I've been everything. I'm like, you could just pick like four yeah, People I'm not like that observant about who's around me yeah. at any <laughs> given time. He has like 85 as as not characters. Speaking to me. Yeah, he is like a full fucking repertoire. Yeah. 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 It, with like full on outfits. He's got a scar. That a he, fake scar. A fake scar he puts on his face. Yeah. He's like sticking it to his face with spirit gum. Did you think, as I thought, uh-huh. that she was being tormented by... Wyatt, Storm, and a stranger all at the same time. I thought that they were all involved. Yes. But Which sort of they were. But not in the way I thought. But not in the way I thought. <laughs> yeah. Or I thought it was going to be, my best guess is, okay, so there's there are three men in Trish's life. Mm -hmm. There's the stranger who's stalking her. Mm -hmm. There's a guy named Storm whatever the fuck. It's like Storm, Storm McDaniels or something. Like I was going to say the same thing, and yet I don't think it's that that's Stormy his Daniels. name. <laughs> Storm McDaniels. That is 100% why. That is 100% why. That's 100% why. Because I was like, that's the name. His name is like Storm Danielson. What's his name? Storm O'Daniel. Stormy Trump Danielson. <laughs> what is his name? Here, I'm Storm Reynolds. Oh. With a name like that, he should be in the movies. Uh. Says the book, not me. Yeah. Um, what a stupid You name. would never say something like that. I would never. Um, yeah. Kill me if I say something like <laughs> I will. That. Uh, so it's Storm... I almost said Daniel's yeah, Me too. I was Storm like, I was Reynolds, like, yep, Storm who works at a pizza place in the food court. She across works from Muffin Mania. Across from Muffin Mania, where she works. Mm -hmm. And then there's this guy named Wyatt who says that his job is bussing tables in the food court. Yeah. But this is a recent job. He keeps saying he's filling in for a friend. So Wyatt? Anyway, these th Wyatt, yeah. So there's these three guys, like little satellites around mm -hmm. Trish the whole time. Yeah. She's got friends, Nita mm -hmm. and Imogene, mm -hmm. who are sisters, mm -hmm. but nothing alike. Yeah. Uh, Nita is frivolous and likes boys, and Imogene likes books and being serious. But so Wyatt, Storm, and Stranger Guy are like all around her all the time. It's Red Herring City. Mm -hmm. And I thought maybe what it was going to be is that Storm and Wyatt were the bad guys. And the creepy stranger guy was actually the good guy who was going to save her. Yeah. Because of when she and, but hurts then he would herself be... and goes into the mall when her car is broken down. Yeah. And he seems like, no, 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 it's good that you came to me. I'm going to fix up your knee and we're going to get you out of here. That was him, right? He that had was a him. chloroform on him, too, I think. I guess that's what he was going to do. Because he had that like cloth with like yeah. stuff on it. And she's like, it smelled like sickly sweet and weird. Yeah, it was definitely he was going to chloroform. Yeah. Her. Well, so, OK, so she gets this job, right? Uh -huh. She's at she's summer working and her mom is like off in Europe or something. Oh, God, she's such a little. Wait, is, sexist it, is this the book? Be about her mom, too. Yeah, because she's yeah, she wishes she has Nita and yeah. um, an Imogen, a... Imogen's mom. Yeah, here it is. Oh, around Europe somewhere, Trish said gloomily, you're so lucky your parents aren't divorced and that you have a normal mother instead of a business executive. And I was like, yeah. Trish, no. I feel like our girl Richie, Get our a girl RTC, mm -hmm. was like trying to write this to her kids and be like, you should be happy that I'm around because some moms don't aren't. stay at home. Well, this is this is the trope that we haven't talked about that I've definitely noticed, which is in. This and a billion others, which is mom who's not in town. Yeah. 
or parent who's not in town because they would get in the way. Yeah, because otherwise it'd be like, well, what's the parent up to? And it's like, I don't want to deal with it. They're out of town. Yeah. But when it's the woman, it's always like, oh, my cold business mother. Yeah. Yeah. My mom doesn't care about me. Or is she's like a business mom? Yeah. She, she's a business mom. Business mom. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> Whereas if it's the dad, it's like expected. Yeah. They're just like, oh, well, dad's out. It's fucking bullshit. It is a lot of bullshit. Um. So, so yeah. moms in Europe being a businessman and uh, so she's working at the mall and her best friend, both of her best friends, the twins, also work at the mall. I don't think they're twins, but yes. Oh, they're are the they twins? twins? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. Despite the fact that they're twins, they're very different. Mm, uh, they it, look different. Yeah, yeah. Imogen is like willowy and bookish <sighs> and Nita is like spunky and short hair. <laughs> yeah. So Nita is like fashion girl. She works at the fashion store. Uh, Imogen is like the latest trend. Yes. The name of the the latest trend. Imogen is book girl. She works at bookstore, (laughs) which they don't give a name. No, they're just like the the bookstore. And uh, Trish eats food. So she works at (laughs) the Muffin Mania. And her boss, Bethany, is I want to talk about Bethany. I think Bethany's on the scale. Oh, of country, yes. Yes. I think she's definitely lowercase c. Yeah, she's not. She's She's just like. She's normal. Like not supernatural. She's shitty. She's shitty manager cunt. Yeah. I mean, she truly embarrasses the shit out of Trish. Also, she gaslights Trish all the time. Yes. She's pretty evil, but she's not. She didn't deserve to die. She sucks. She just. Yeah, she does not deserve to die. And she just sucks. Yeah, she sucks. And I'm not even. I might just put her at bitch. I might not put her on the scale even. Really? I think she's definitely on the scale because of the time that she like, so she's like clocking what um, Trish is doing all the time. Mm -hmm. And then specifically because of the moment where she like screams at Trish in front of all the customers. Yeah. And like belittles her and, um, oh, wasn't it like she accidentally knocked something over? Oh, that's what it is. She accidentally runs into the baker and some of the muffins fall down and mm-hmm. she like screams yeah, at Bethany Trish. loses her shit. Yeah, but she doesn't deserve to die. But no. she is, I thought um, she was a little cunty. Yeah, she might be lowercase C. I think she's all, yeah, all lowercase C, yeah. I would say, at most. Yeah. Um, And uh, Trish uh, has a crush on... Trish is, Trish is a nothing snooze. She has no personality. She's very boring. As most of these main characters do. Yeah. It's just like we're told she's desirable and sweet, mm-hmm. but like she's not anything at all. No. No. She Her personality is that she has a crush on Storm. That's always the personality is that they're quiet. Mm-hmm. They're nice. Mm-hmm. She's they nice. friends with a lot of personality. Yeah. And they like a boy. Yeah. And... End of story. End. Yeah. Full stop. Full stop. So she has a crush on Storm who like she can see him like getting sweaty making pizzas right across the food court. Mm-hmm. And Nita and Imogen are like, oh my God, you're telling totally go for it. He's so hot. He's like looking at you right now. <laughs> and then she, and then they're like, also like this other guy is like staring at you. It's hot. And like <laughs> she looks over. There's a guy. With sunglasses on, <laughs> inside, reading, reading a, a newspaper, paper, covering long, all of him. Yeah, long, long wispy beard, long, 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 long wispy beard. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Huh." <laughs> well, mean, they are definitely giving her shit. Like that's yeah. a joke, or it's just Nita. Imogene is like Imogen, way above. Yeah, 
She's not shallow. I keep saying Imogene because there's an E at the end. Is there an E? Yeah. It was Imogen. There's an E at the end. Really? Yeah. Imogene. Imogene. Um, Imogene. She <laughs> also, okay. So, so yeah, they are giving her, like, they're kind of just like joking, but like, they also dismiss everything. That's which like is another trope where your friends don't believe fuck all. Or they're just like, well, it's just, you know, they logic it away. And it's like, no, no, no. He's being like, there's, the from the well, get go, he's disturbing. Yeah, but another trope is that the main character doesn't give every piece of information. Mm-mm. Let me read the part where I was like, "Oh fuck, this guy's creepy as fuck." Mm-hmm. So she sells this dude a fucking muffin, mm-hmm. honey muffin. Maybe I should look up that part. Even I just took a photo of the follow up. Let me see if I can find it. I have the picture. It's. Is it when he's ordering the muffin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you read that part. I'll read the follow up. Her hand closing around the largest muffin in the batch. It was heart shaped, drizzled with golden honey on top. And as she slipped it into a bag, some of the honey came onto her fingertips, causing the, stat- the sack to stick to her hand. Oh, wait, here, sorry. She laughed, trying to pry her hand free, reaching at the same time for a cloth. Then she glanced back at him, and her laugh caught in her throat at the strange smile on his face. You have lovely hands. He said softly, so small, petite. He was silent a moment, yet she could feel his eyes studying her hands, even as she tried to wrap them in the cloth. The way that honey looks on your fingers. One could almost taste it. Nervously, Trish looked around the cubicle. Bethany was nowhere to be seen, and no other customers were approaching the counter. Hastily clearing her hands, she rang up the the sale and tried to make her voice authoritative. 189, please. His palms still lay flat on the countertop, the money still waiting to be taken. For one instant, Trish was almost afraid to touch it. Then, giving herself a stern mental shake, she jerked it from his hand and began pulling change from the register. 311, sir, she said briskly. I don't have anything else after that. What page was that? I don't know. I, I, I missed the page number. I'm killing. I'm sorry. I'm killing. Because um, there's... One he does part. something gross about the money, too. Yeah, exactly. I think he makes her, like, he touches her hand or something nasty. She counted it onto the count, out onto the counter. It lay there for a long moment, then slowly his hand shifted, the fingers curling Ew. around the bills and coins, sliding them to the edge, sliding them into the pocket of his coat. Thank you, he whispered. You'll sue me again. Ooh. And then... She Bethany is like, oh, you got this call. Somebody hit your car in the parking lot and they um, need you to go out so that they can get your information. You guys can exchange information. She goes out there. There's nothing wrong with her car. It's fine. It's very dark. It's fine. And then all of a sudden a nearby payphone rings and she's like, oh, that's weird. And she picks up the payphone. Mm-hmm. Says Trish stood there staring. The cold seeping through her jacket, through her skin, deep, deep into her veins. It must be for somebody, somebody who's supposed to be here right now at this exact moment. Only they're not here and it, it might be important. And whoever is calling will just keep waiting and waiting and nobody might ever come. Trish walked over to the phone. She reached out and took the receiver, lifting it slowly to her ear. Hello, Trish, the voice said. It was a whisper, soft and familiar, yet strangely unreal. It sounded like dark reflections and ash gray shadows. I'm eating the muffin, he said. It tastes just like you. 
Ew. Ew. Also, so she never <sighs> shares that part of the conversation with Nita, does she? She tells Nita and Nita's like, oh, it's probably just like a joke. But like, did she share the part about like, he fucking said the no, muffin. No, I think she was just like, like someone called me. and said like, hi, Trish. Yeah. If my friend told me that, I'd be like, Ew, that's fucking creepy. Let's report him. But if my friend told me he said it tasted like me, I'd be like, let's get the fuck out of this mall mm-hmm. and go report a stalker. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she doesn't. It's yeah. fucking nasty. No, he is disgusting to her. And from that moment, from that moment, I don't get why she doesn't tell her friends literally everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah, everything. Because also, like, I think maybe that's just like the kind of like Gabby side of me. But like, I would want to tell, like, I'd be like, dude, what the, I just had like the weirdest, I have to tell you. I would tell absolutely with I'm sort of surprised this one was written by a woman because you would tell every single detail of that story. Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. That's what you do, especially the most insane line. Yeah. So either she told Nita and Nita didn't think that that was as gross as she should or she didn't tell Nita, but she keeps not telling people important info. Like she doesn't when she goes to the security guard and tells him that. And he's just like brushing her off. Mm. She doesn't actually come out with it. No, yeah. She doesn't come out with the whole story. She's just like, oh, I'm so flustered. I'm so flustered. I'm so flustered. Yeah, she's like, the car. Someone said the car. And then it wasn't the car. And then a phone call. And it's like, okay. He would see me. I get that she's freaked out. I get it. I get it. Take a second. Collect yourself and continue I mean, I guess I've been there where you like start saying something and you're like, I nothing I'm saying is making sense. Sure. And she's young and stupid. I'm like just trying to like figure out. I understand starting off that way. Yeah. And then you'd have to be like, I'm sorry, let me start over. Exactly. I don't understand her collecting herself yeah. and getting out the full story. Because yeah. even that shitty ass guard. He sucks. be like, he said what? Yeah. I think. And also like. <laughs> Yeah, she just needs to be like, okay, I'm gonna t- I need to start from the beginning and I need you to just shut up and listen. Because yeah, it's all like, gonna come together. Hang just with don't, me a second. Don't yeah. worry about it. She's like, so this guy bought a muffin. I know. Just just wait. Okay. Uh-huh. He Oh, bought- what? You're so upset because a guy bought a muffin. That's what no, he's supposed no, to do. Okay. He goes, You work Here, at a muffin here's the thing. place. Okay. No, just you have to hear me out. Okay. He bought a muffin. I accidentally got some of the honey from the muffin on my fingers. What does this have to do just with the wait, price just of wait. tea no, no, no. in China? It's gonna, it's all gonna, it's all gonna come together, and you're gonna think it's worth it. Okay. He then said that he liked that my hands were small and petite. So, like, and you have petite hands. Please don't He's look at my hands. Please awesome. don't look at my hands. It, they're sir, small and sir, petite, sir, and sir, I like that. Sir, don't, what? No, I, I don't. Uh, What's wrong with that? He's complimenting no, no, you. It's Smile not more. It's not. No. Okay. Just, just stick with me here and ignore. Just please stop looking at my hands while I'm talking, please. I'll try. Okay. And then he said that um, he likes that there was honey on my fingers. Well, who doesn't like honey? Who doesn't no, like okay, licking but like specifically honey off on their my fingers? fingers. Honey on a I love fingers. it when I get honey on my fingers in the morning. <laughs> what are you doing? Are you? I eat. I eat bread and honey every day, <laughs> yeah. like an orphan in the early 1900s. <laughs> Oh, 
I was raised that way. Okay, so do you want to talk about... my grandmother was a ghost. Okay, here. Let's actually, let's talk... I mean, my thing's important, but, like, I feel like there's stuff that we have to unpack with you right now. Yeah, I have a lot going on. Why do you think I'm not that willing to listen to you? I've got... I'm in a whole other book right now, lady. Right. I'm a whole book. Uh Uh-huh. Or my grandmother, she's a Victorian ghost. She's raised me to eat bread and honey. Your grandmother's a Victorian ghost. Yeah. But it's like the it's like 1989 right now. No, yeah. So I'm just it's like 1995. Curious. I'm just curious, well, like oh about God, your are age. You a time traveler too? No, it's 1995. So, no. Okay, so I'm in. I I think we're in very different books right now because to me, uh-huh. I thought what? it was 1988. Tired. No, it's it 1995. Is but also, I'm unclear about your age. No, no, no I'm from gra- this era. You're from My this era. Dead grandmother. I'm is just a confused Victorian about ghost. like the gap in time. Okay. between your grandmother okay. so i have to say great great grandmother you kind that's of do you if needed. you're coming up look, to, look it's do you know dark how out tiring here. it is, it is to say great here. great no. great grandmother every time i try to talk about my upbringing you this, can you could just say it. real waste of time how much time have we spent talking about this right now oh i time every conversation mm-hmm. that i have okay, no i so don't he i then do not said, get paid enough for that so he reported that my car got hit okay so I came well, out so, here. Oh, you're crying because somebody let you know. Plenty of people would hit your car and then just leave. Okay, but here's they the thing. Tell you My anything. car wasn't hit. Don't speak yet. Probably wrong car, dumb dumb. No, okay. So don't. I'm, oh, don't. You don't have to look. What? Please stop looking at my hands. I'm, they're tiny. I know. They're tiny they're so fuck. No small, wonder that guy. And they're petite. They're like. And they are covered in honey. They're, <laughs> they're so, fucking covered in honey. They're, and you're there's like ants a little everywhere. Poo bear. I'm sorry. I, I know. Are and you I just know... a little black rain cloud? Are you just a yeah, little okay. hovering under the honey tree? I don't need you. Are you some kind of Winnie me. the Pooh here? Are so, like, are you okay. a girl poo with a bow in your girl hair? Poo. Where's your eye, long eyelashes, girl poo? Is there a That's girl how poo? You no. Know. Okay. No, there isn't. <laughs> okay. I thought that maybe I had missed out. No. I'm sorry. It's just that I feel like we're not, yeah. like, I feel like I'm what? coming to here, right? And, like, okay. you're you're not meeting me. It's more like, well, I'm I just missing, and then you're sense. just missing. It's just that there's, like, All right, a fine. lot of All right, things at Miss play. Tiny Honey Hands, what happened okay. after your car no, wasn't I, hit? Okay, and then I come out here. Okay. The phone rings. And What phone? That pay Do you phone have a car there. phone? No, pay phone. Oh, that fancy pay phone. pants with a car no, pay phone. Pay phone. Pay phone. We've got Infinity X3. What pay kind phone. of car? Pay phone? Pay phone car. Why do you have a pay phone in your car? <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I thought I, you were scared. No, here's the thing. Scared people don't laugh. When I am. Unless they're so scared they're laughing. I, that's what is happening. I'm okay, so scared I'm But laughing. I felt like you were laughing at me. I understand why you would think that because there's like a lot there's you're you're telegraph you're telegraphing a lot telegraphing I feel like I'm just saying it no I mean just saying things you're okay yeah there's like an energy okay that's coming from you okay I get that which is like fractal yeah it's because I don't believe there's a problem Okay. You haven't said one thing that's a okay so then I answer the phone the pay phone that's near the car okay the voice says hi Trish the Which voice. is my name. Okay, your name's Trish. Yes, I'm Trish. All right, so it was a friend of yours. Well, it wasn't. It was the same person that ex-boyfriend? commented. Ex-boyfriend? No. Was it an ex-boyfriend? Never met him. He's a stranger. The muffin guy. Mm. The guy that... that the that, muffin man? No. 
the who lives on Drury no, Lane. No, 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 oh, no, no. Where, oh he, just girl poo living a nursery rhyme now. Com- he's the same guy that commented on what you've been apparently fixated on, which is my very small hands covered in honey. How do you live with those? It's how do you zip your pants? Here's up? the thing: I wear only drawstring pants. Oh, okay. With very long strings that, that I can tighten sense. with my teeth. Okay. And it takes I, me four hours to get I gotta be honest, half my brain was taken up just wondering how you no. zip up your pants. So thing. that helps. Um, yeah. And also, um, I heat my hands up. You like I, I friction. I I, 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 sh- I go like, you know, rub my hands together because honey Why? gets less sticky when it's hot. So you constantly have honey on your hands. I, it's You're always, telling me it's this always. is <laughs> it's always an always problem. Listen. Why? When uh, I look, I know why there's honey on my hands in the morning when I'm fixing always, my bread and honey. But you're telling me, what do you keep sticking your hands in honey jars? I mean, it, it it's not so much that I keep sticking my hands in honey jars so much as I keep finding that my hands are in honey jars. You're just there. You'll be doing one thing. You'll yeah. be like brushing uh, your hair. Oh, Next, but let you me tell you, the hair brush. care with honey hands. Next, oh, I bet. nightmare. I bet nightmare because then they're just Is that why like, you're bald. Yeah. Thank sense. you for pointing that out. That makes sense. Because you know what? I figured, why deal with it? That makes total sense. Mm-hmm. You've only got one life to live. Exactly. Unless so, you're my grandmother. Okay. I mean, then she's what? She's on like iteration. She's like four. Four. Okay. Well, I know one, but it's lasting as long as four. No, let's be real. It's 1995. This is like two. Since Victorian times is like 19. Yeah. She lived for a little while. Okay. All right. Well, I'll think about I that think. math That's later. That's what my grandma told me. Yeah, anyway. Look, right. I but you can't listen. To I what don't ghosts have like say. a degree in world history. Do you have a degree? No. I'm sorry. Can you say that louder? No. Mm-hmm. Why am I making me feel ashamed right now? Okay, so here's the thing. So the voice on the phone said, "I'm eating the muffin, the one that he ordered for me." So he's giving before. you an update, and he said it tastes like you. It tastes like me. No, like me. How does he know what I taste he like? He, no, it's not you. It's me. Oh, I'm like Trish. honey, because you have honey on your hands all the time. I think it was unrelated to the honey hand thing. I don't think he knew that that was an all the time thing for me. Like, I think well, he it just, just seems like yeah, it logically follows. Like, you have honey on your no, hands all the time. So, you know what? He buys now, a that, honey now that muffin, you point that out, he buys actually, a honey muffin. The threat is and he's not like, as hey, high. I just made a connection right. that, like, you're covered in honey. I got so a honey you think muffin. He was just teasing. You probably me. taste the same. He was just teasing. He's like, oh, it tastes like you. Ha ha. Yeah. Because your oh, hands are covered. Oh, and then he went, ha ha. No, no, no. He didn't actually laugh. Why did you say that? I guess I was just wishing that I had laughed in the moment. Anyway. So are you, you compartmentalized? So you don't guess, react to things in the moment? Here's the thing. Yeah. I think we've solved it. I think it's, I, you know what? The, the, the threat's not here. Oh. Because now that you, you wasted you, my you know time. I'm sorry. You wasted you, my time. You I told you out. straight up. First thing, I was like, don't waste my time. I'm sure it's nothing. Yeah. And then here we yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is observant. Yeah. And he was like, I'm calling you back to let you know that this honey muffin accurately, it was accurately advertised. Mm-hmm. It tastes like honey, which what you I know, like. honey hands, you taste like. Okay. Well, I guess now that I. Look, my shift's over. I gotta go. I gotta okay. go exercise my grandma. Uh, she gets uh, stuck exorcise. in a... Exorcise. Mm. She lives in a mattress. I've been trying to get her out. Oh. Okay, well, I'm just gonna slap my hands on my car a bunch. To try to open the door. <laughs> like, you could still move your fingers, though, no. right? Your tiny, tiny it's fingers. It's cold out here, and you know what happens when honey gets cold? 
It crystallizes. Fully crystallizes. Mm-hmm. My hands are. I don't care. They're hard. You're a weird girl. Listen, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm Trish. <laughs> I'm Ro. It's nice to meet it's you. It's very nice to meet you. And then, missed, they, like, and then they get married. And then they get married. It's weird. So like, it's not included on the back of the book, but still accurate. <laughs> so you guys just tweet at us and let us know what you think wasn't true to the book. <laughs> I think the most compelling character is Ralph. Oh, yeah. What is going on with his grandma? I know. They never get to that. They never get I to that. I thought maybe it was the grandma obsessed with Trish. You know who I actually legit thought maybe it was? Who? Imogen. For a little second, I thought it was for her. For a second. For when a she, second. When she called and it was like, oh, life or death. And it seemed like she yeah. was trying to get her down to the loading bay. Also, um, just some slight, uh, just slight, slight, and I don't think you'd see it in a book today. Mm-hmm. Some slight, slight transphobia in that, like, it's scary that his, like, because she's like, oh, his voice, you couldn't tell if he was ma- man, man or woman. Also, his hands were very feminine. Like that kind of I stuff. I was quite like, interpret it with judgment. Although I, I probably like it should was like, have. It was yeah. I think it was like they were saying like, oh, that's menacing. In my mind, in I book. was neutralizing it, but probably oh. she meant it to be like Ooh, frightening what's the deal and, with this and eerie. Guy? Yeah, I think it was but supposed first, to be eerie. I, in my head, I was just reading it as like, oh, can't really tell. Yeah, like very androgynous. Mm. Like that. That was the description. Like Bowie androgynous. Mm. Yeah. But she probably meant it as yeah, a judgment. I think so. I think you're probably right. Um, and then uh so she like tells the guy barely, like the 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 security guard uh, about the situation, he dismisses her, and then she kind of just like lets it go. She totally lets it yeah. go. Girl, if yeah. someone says a muffin tastes like you, if they they are saying they're tasting you. Ew. That is I would not want to this is some 50 shades of gray mm-hmm. bullshit yeah creepy sex talk yeah no it's definitely creepy like i'm sure some people are into it personally i do not want to be told i taste good i personally <sighs> here's the thing that i don't like yes is and i know that some people are into like food play mm-hmm. i i Personally, I'm not. Mm-hmm. So when he's like eating a muffin and saying like, oh, it tastes like you. I am just like, I don't need. And, and it's because she touched it. So it's like yeah. kind of like he wants to consume her. And I'm like, I'm just not interested in that. Like particularly aspect. with this dude, regardless of your like general, like consensual sexual activities. He's a stalker. Yeah. He's saying this to a stranger. That's gross. Regardless. Yeah. And he's calling her. To mm-hmm. tell her this. And he's arranged for her to be in a specific place alone. It's so manipulative. It's so creepy. It's truly stalker. So we learn from Imogen, who's like really into books. Books <laughs> and history. Who's super into thinking about malls. Yeah, she's like, I have a theory. And wasn't and that I'm funny? Thinking about malls. Where she's like, she's like, I got this theory about this mall. And everyone's like, we don't want to hear it. And she tells them like a snippet of her theory. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that the snippet is the whole theory. Because then later, yeah. uh, Trish is like, tell me more about that theory. And she's like, oh, like what I said earlier. And it's like, yeah. oh, well, then why are we having this conversation? And then why are you acting like we cut you off? Yeah. Because she was like, so she's like, this mall is very old. Um, it kept being 
built without regard for what already existed. They're all or like a bunch of secret passages. It reminded me of that, like no one knows the full layout. <laughs> it reminded me of the haunted school. Mm-hmm. Where it's like they literally just built a school outside of a school. Me too. Where it's like confusing construction. Yep. So no one really gets, no one knows the full layout. The full layout, except for, I guess, the stalker. Except for the Phantom of the Mall. He's the Phantom of the Mall. The Phantom of the Mall is here. Inside inside your store. Your your dressing room. Inside your muffin. Um, Phantom of the Muffin. Phantom of the Muffin. <laughs> a muffin mania is here. <laughs> um, and then she like, wait, okay. So, so then like some bullshit flirting between her and Storm. Oh yeah, Storm walks her around everywhere. Oh, oh, her and Nita go out to her car. Wyatt is like sneaking around her car. And he's like, oh, I thought this was my car. I know. Which like, she's like, maybe not that's the truth. Thinking. I was like, that's not the truth. No. She's like, mm, I kind of feel bad well, for then, the guy. Yeah. Well, then she's, it's like, oh, my car must have been stolen. I parked it around here. I thought yours was mine. Also. Okay. She's like, well, I've done that before. She's like, I get Which it. Which I have done that before. I have done. That. It's very embarrassing. Yeah. And then she's like, uh, Nita's like, oh, well, Wyatt, because they all think he's kind of cute in like a punky boy way. Mm-hmm. They're like, Wyatt, come get a like a meal with us at this restaurant. And he like doesn't really want to go. <laughs> and they're like, we'll pay for it. You can't afford it. And he's like, yeah. And then they're like, where do you live? And he's like, mm, around the mall. And, and they're, they're like, like, why did you come here then? And he's like, um, he's like, maybe my car got <laughs> stolen. And he like repeats that again. And they're like, like, okay. All right. So where around the mall? Drop me off at the drugstore. Yeah. So they go to the meal and then they pay for his meal. And like the thing is, I know that like the reason why like he doesn't have money and they pay for his meal is to get us to believe that like. It's red herring. Yeah. That he's like a phantom of the mall. But (laughs) he's not. Like from what we know, he definitely has money. He definitely works. And he didn't need to make these teenage girls buy him dinner. I'll believe, I'll believe though that like you'd be super poor and you're working. Like what if you're living paycheck to paycheck? But we know what what he does for his job. Yeah. But he might not be able to afford a meal still. He's a homicide detective. He's a working poor. Yeah, but they don't know that, Kelly. (laughs) No, that's what I'm saying. But like then knowing what we know later. Oh, I see what I'm you're saying. I'm saying, why the fuck doesn't he have money? I do not fucking know. <laughs> I, why like, is he how could so this bad grown at lying? Man be so bad at lying and allow these like teenagers to buy him. I don't know. Like he could just have a five dollar bill in his pocket or something. You know, like I don't know. Like if you're undercover, it doesn't mean you don't carry cash. I don't know. So I gave I away know. half of the spoiler. Uh, it's not what Does this anyone podcast fucking is care? for. <laughs> Does anyone fucking care? When have we ever? Been like, this is a beat by beat. I know. No spoilers podcast. You're listening instead of reading the book and you want it to be an equal experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, uh, so like Nita and Imogen are like kind of crushing. On Wyatt. On Wyatt. And she's crushing, and Trish is crushing on Storm. And Wyatt has no interest in Nito, which just makes her want him all the more. I know. Which is stupid because he is a grown-ass man. Yeah. So she goes she goes back after she has dropped Nita at her car and Wyatt at the drugstore. 
Her car won't start for some reason. She goes into the mall. Then she runs into. She trips and falls on some broken bottle. Uh huh. Somebody finally lets her into the mall. It's the creepy phantom guy pretending to be a security guard. That's when he's got his like scar on and a hat and a curly wig. Yeah, and he's like trying to. He's like, let me fix her. up your knee. But then she finds right. She's like she spills some shit and she like opens up a bag, a trash bag, and she sees uh, a a head that's been like stabbed in the throat or something. Yeah, like that. she sees a human woman's head with an ice pick in the eye. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh fuck!" So she screams and then and then and she, he's like, "Don't tell anyone. I'll get in trouble for letting you in the mall." And she's like, "Okay, that's totally believable." Bye. Which like no no. But what? so she believes it. And he's like, I oh, can't lose dumb. my job. And she's like, I'm so stupid. Bye. And then I'm she so runs scary. away. Um, oh, but then remember, then he's like, like, I'll call you a cab. He's like, where do you live? She gives him her like, address. I'm here. And he's like, are your parents home? And she's like, no, I only live with my mom and she's in Europe. Let me tell you everything you need to know to stalk me. The serious. The security code to our front door is 7249. Does the cab need to know that? Tell him anyway. We have a hide a key. I'm Trish. I'm Trish Trisherson. I have tiny honey hands. My hands are so sticky and honeyish. <laughs> um so then the cab takes her home and he knows all that shit now. Yeah. Um and then and then there she realizes the next day when there's no news about a dead body she's like that's weird why I know she's like but I she can't still believe is it. not going like holy fuck yeah that guy probably Something killed that girl there's no fucking way I'm going back to that mall I'm going to the police Trish why doesn't this happen it doesn't happen instead and she, then she tells no one well she goes up why to, wouldn't she well she's like I'm gonna ask that security guard what happened. So she goes up to another security guard and she's like, I want to thank the security guard that helped me when I fell and hurt my uncle. And this is what he looks like. And the guy's like, oh, uh, Bob or some Roger. 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 Wait a second. Oh, not Roger. No, not Roger. Because that's his actual name. That's his actual name. I so forget. They're like, oh, Bob or something. And okay. she goes up to him and he's it's not the guy. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I think I have you confused with someone else. Like, there's somebody that works here starting at, like, midnight. And he's like, nope. Uh, we only have security guards until 1030. Except this is a nice older guy. Yeah, he's nice. And he's just like, we don't have that. And she's like, oh, okay, bye. And still, she's not like, holy fuck, murderer. She's just like, this is murder. She's like, that's so weird. I still won't say anything because I don't want to get that guy in trouble. It's like, girl. I know. He was not a real guy. Yeah, he's not a security guard. I don't know why she keeps fucking thinking that. Tell your fucking friends. She why aren't tell you them telling your part. friends? She doesn't tell them because she's like afraid it, for some Trish reason. Trish is very stupid. She's very stupid. She is bumbling. She is totally inept. Yeah, because like I think. She, how does she live? No wonder Bethany's screaming at her. She's probably a very no, bad she's employee. Very bad, very bad. I'm on Bethany's side. Team Bethany. Team Bethany now. Um, I just realized. And then what happens? She gets yelled at more by Bethany. Mm -hmm. And then she's like wandering around in a daze. Oh, right. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so upset. And she talks to Imogen. She talks to Imogen. And, and Imogen's like, the theory that I had oh, earlier, it's still the theory. It's the, the theory. theory. Oh, and then she, oh, this is when she's like, I'm going to go help um, uh, TT. What's her name? Nita. 
Oh, <laughs> she's like, like she's like, I'm going to go help Nita close at that's fashion or whatever. The new trend, the latest, the latest trend. trend. And they're like, Nita's like, oh, um, oh, is that the night before? Who, who, who gives a shit? She's, These things happen. Yeah, she's trying on this white dress. It's a beautiful dress. It's made for her. Uh-huh. She tries it on and then she feels like this draft. And she's like, uh, and she's like, I feel like somebody's watching me. And she starts screaming and mm-hmm. Nita's like, what? And she's like, Nita, someone's here. And Nita's like, ah, uh, there's no one here. And she's like, please, please, please. Like, let's just stick together. Um, and Nita's like, okay. And she's like, well, I'm going to put the dress on hold because you need to buy it. Just buy it mm-hmm. on layaway. Um, and Trish is like, okay, fine. Uh, and they close and nothing really happens. Uh, but Trish does feel like there are eyes watching her while she's like taking off the dress. She's like nude in front of the mirror. That's the part I was looking for just now is because it's like, why Trish? Why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She so, decides not to close the curtain because, like, who could be there? Mm-hmm. So she leaves the curtain open it's to change. Wide. I was like, why? She thought she was being a bad so girl. she says, taking a deep breath, Trish slipped the dress from its hanger and stepped out into the hall. There was more room out here. Oh, no, wait. Here it is. Sorry. Do, do, do. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, here it is. The stalls had no doors, but rather bright blue curtains, which pulled together, and fell about a foot short of the blue carpeted floor. Trish trunk hung her dress on the wall and started to close her curtains, then stopped, chuckling to herself. There was nobody else here, and the mirror was right outside. She decided to leave the curtains open. Uh, why? Yeah. And then... I mean, I guess I've been there where, like, if I'm in a hurry, like, I don't bother to close the door or something, but, like... I would her never to- in a mall... <laughs> But it's like the front door is locked. So it's just her and Nita. But at this like I don't care. Oh really? See, I I would probably I'm leave in it, a mall. I would probably leave it open, but like I wouldn't be like, "What? I'm so crazy. Why would I leave it?" Like I wouldn't do that. Like it would just be like like a thing that I wouldn't even think is noteworthy. I mean, like she she Straight up takes off all of her clothes. I know. She just stares at herself. Okay. I wouldn't be like fully nude. she steps out in the hall. Well, I think, I mean, probably she She's left wearing, on like, her underwear. underwear, but still she stood and looked at herself in the mirror. Da, 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 da. And she's talking about how she, she always dresses in big bulky clothes because she feels comfortable and yeah, hidden and safe. So then safe. that's weird. So then like, why are you doing that? Because she's trying to be free and feel herself. I want to be free. So that so, doesn't make any sense. And yeah. then we find out later that there is a it it's a two-way mirror in there. Which you guys is know how so to identify fucking one? creepy. If you put your yeah. finger up, there's a space. Do that, guys. If you get a weird creepy yeah. vibe, do it. Test for two-way so mirror. If you don't see the space between your finger and your finger's reflection, if it's just flat, no space, that's a two-way mirror. Mm-hmm. Regular mirror, you'll see the space. Yep. Question. Yes. Couldn't you, mm-hmm. with one of those mirrors, just put a plate of glass on top of it and then there would be a space? No, because then it would block your view. It would? Yeah. From the other side? Yeah, because it's reflecting the image back. But I mean, if you just had it, like, like so you have the, the film or whatever, right? Uh-huh. Like that reflective film mm-hmm. on the surface of the glass. If you just had, a like, completely flush... 
like if you poured glass over that. I mean, I don't think he's able to do this, but I'm just asking. But then wouldn't you see yourself reflected if it's like. Well, if it's just clear glass. So it's like what is basically what I'm saying is that it's like that glass with the with the with the the stuff on it so that you can see oh. through. And then there's just not mirror glass. No, no, no. Just just glass. Because then you wouldn't be able to tell because you put your finger up and there would be space because the glass is there. I think it would still look, I think it, w- it look would look fake weird though. and cloudy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you'd be like, why is there glass in front of this mirror? Well, not glass. Like, I'm just saying like poured glass. So like, it would be like, have you ever seen like art that is like a piece of glass with like a floating ink or something like something in the middle? No. Mm. But I think I know what you mean, but I think it would make you look weird. Okay. Yeah. You would be able to tell. Is my guess. I just, yeah, I think you'd be able I'm to I'm just trying tell. to figure out how to spy on people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't be of help. It's okay. I'll, you okay. Know, I'll, I'll get it. I'll yeah, get it someday. I'll get it right. Oh, get back to the back to the lab. Back, you shouldn't have announced on a podcast Burr. how to tell it's a two-way mirror. I shouldn't have. I should no. have just hoped that no one would know about it. Uh, it's such a shame that we don't edit this at I all. I know, at all. Let's see. Well, you know what? I only have like 47 of these mirrors in mm. Los Angeles. So your chances are like pretty slim that you're using one of my mirrors. Mm-hmm. One of the classic Kelly Nugent. Kelly Nugent spy mirrors. Kay Nuge voyeur mirrors. Um, So yeah, he watches her change, which is super creepy. Very gross. We find out later that he stole the dress. Steals the dress. And keeps it for her. It is... (laughs) So gross. It's very Phantom of the Opera. It's so Phantom of the Opera. It's exactly. I would bet that that's the idea behind this. I'm sure. Except for the whole storm and Wyatt stuff. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> one of the dumbest cops in the world. <laughs> Who are also sketchy because... So sketch. Because... That is the part... Okay, yeah. so you texted me. You were like, have you read them all yet? And I was like, no, I started it, but it starts off with a bang. And you were like, yes, it does. There is a part in it where I went, whoa, what? Yeah. Was mm-hmm. it the storm part? Yeah, because okay. yeah, um, that's when I went, whoa, what? They were, they were, and then there was one part uh, where I was like, who? Because, okay, so the, the thing that we find out that's so gross is that Storm is a cop who is much older than he looks. Not our words, Wyatt's words. And he takes Trish, and this is after... Okay. She has fallen down a flight of broken escalators. Yeah. And like, I think. Ended up in the fucking hospital. Yeah, I think like, just like fell over the side and like plonked onto the ground. Like she. I think she fell down the the, escalator stairs. And and that's why she's cut up. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Because she gets really fucked up. She ends up in the hospital. The the phantom shows up in the room. And it is very disturbing. This book I is pretty a, scary. It's freaking scary yeah. and gross. Yeah. Um. So he's he's saying that he sees her and she says, where? She asked fearfully, where do you see me? Again, he paused and she thought he was going to answer. But then he went on as if he hadn't heard. Oh, I know lots of things about you, Trish. What makes you happy? What makes you sad? He laughed softly. What makes you afraid? Stop it. She begged him. Please, please leave me alone. I know how your eyes look when you laugh, the way your smile makes your whole face light up. And I know the way you smell, your perfume. Stop it, 
please Ugh. stop it. The way you feel. You remember, don't you, when you touched me? You were giving me change. Our hands but also, met. like, fuck, you, you don't know how she feels. That is fucking sad, dude. That well, he thinks he knows how she feels from the fingers brushing. It's like, that's how your skin feels. Ugh. And you were warm, soft. Don't, she sobbed. And that muffin, the taste <sighs> of you still on it. And, and it's that like, muff muffin. Ugh. And then he like comes up and he clamps a hand over her lips. And he also took away her call button. Like it's all yeah. so and fucked up. And he says, up. don't make any noise. Someone will hear. And he threatens her friends. Yeah. It's fucking creepy. He says, here's where you live. Ugh. He's, he tells her Storm isn't what he seems to be. Which is true. She doesn't say Storm. He was just like he. that other one. He's like, he isn't who, mm -hmm. who he seems to be. And she's like, who? He says, she says, what do you want from me? And he says, your love. your love. There was a brief silence then. Your loyalty. Ew. His shadow whirled around a dark, ominous outline wheel, against wheel, the window wheel, glass. Wheel. You must not speak to him again, Trish. He has no place in our world. I forbid you to see him. Who? She was so dizzy. She tried to focus on his shadow, but he moved again, disappearing into other shadows along the walls. Who are you talking about? He is not what he seems to be, the voice went on. Growing even lower, the whisper barely audible now in the heavy, dangerous silence. Don't trust him, whatever you do. Don't ever trust him. And then he says, like, you may call me Ethan. Which I'm your protector, your guardian. <laughs> uh, uh. So after all this has happened, she has fallen down these stairs. She's been terrorized by this Ethan guy. She's staying at Nita and Imogene's. Which, thank God. Yeah. I mean, thank God. She should have been yeah. staying there from the beginning. When she was like, because Nita was like, you should stay at the house. And she's like, mm, I don't want to okay. overstay my welcome. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. What are you talking about? There's like a, a murderer stalker who's obsessed with you. Like, Trish, you are being straight up stupid. She's so dumb. You are a stupid woman. She's a stupid little idiot. You are a stupid little idiot. So then she's like. So, so she, she like escapes to the library when he calls Nita's yeah. house. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, I know where you are. Yeah. And she's like, ah, library. Yeah. So she, then she's at the library. She encounters Storm. And it's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And she's like <sighs> smart enough not to trust him, but lets him. So it's, so then this is gross too. Yeah, he's gross. So. He says, come on, Storm said quickly, and his arms were beneath her elbows, lifting again with the beneath the elbows, lifting her firmly from her chair. No, Trish cried softly. No, let me go. I can't. But Storm had a tight hold on her now and was steering her firmly through the library, past the checkout desk, out the front doors. No, Trish kept shaking her head, trying to push him away, but he was too strong for her. And she hurt. She hurt so badly all over. You don't understand. I can't go with you. I don't want to go with you. And then he just keeps dragging her to his car while she is screaming, no, let go of me. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. It's disturbing. It's very disturbing. And then he takes her to the woods and she's running away from him. She is and he's running like, away. He's like telling her about his like childhood and moving around a lot and not feeling close to anyone. He's like, I want to show you someplace special in the woods. And she's I've like, I've never no! shown anyone. And she's no! like. Let me the fuck out this car. And as soon as he slows, she books it. Yeah. Runs, just runs, which is like the first smart thing she's yeah. done. 
and and then he like goes and he attacks her and she's like get the fuck away from me he's like what you think i would do that to he's you like, i can't believe you'd think i'd be oh that kind God. of guy i would never which is fucking gaslighting he just kidnapped yeah. her he just well, she was tackled her to the no. ground yeah and she's like oh okay and he's like let me show you this place and then they go to the place and then she's like it's like uh i'd like to go back now yeah because it's like it's just like the ruins of some cabin and he's like you know i always imagined uh like the past of this place like this lady thought that someone was out to get her and um she was like going crazy but like really the guy was out to get her so like but like nobody knows if she like went crazy and killed herself or if he actually did get her and then he attacks her face with his mouth yeah so she says i'd like to go back now and then in one swift movement he'd cross the room and was next to her his hands on her shoulders his head bent low to her own trish listen to me I never would have told you if I thought it upset you. Come on, it's just an old wives' tale. Nobody really believes those anymore. She tried to pull away, but he only pulled her closer. Please, her voice rose. I just want to get out of here. Not yet. Storm cut her off, and suddenly he was kissing her, his arms tight around her, pressing her close, and she could feel his lips, warm and soft, tasting hers, trailing down the side of her neck into the sensitive spot on her shoulder she is covered in cuts and bruises she can't defend herself she is begging to leave yeah also we learn later that he is a cop he's a fucking cop and she's like because isn't she like i guess you're older than you look and wyatt goes much older than he looks which guy is like like 35 yeah yeah bare minimum 30 she's like 17 16 yeah and ew again is this like okay probably the worst red herring non-red herring example is rape gym Mm -hmm. guy in the lifeguard yeah and then and by rape gym we mean rape gymnasium gymnasium (laughs) rape gymnasium yeah and then this guy who is a fucking old like like fully adult cop. Yeah. Who brings an injured girl to an isolated place and forces himself on her while she is begging to leave. And then l- later they're and like holding hands. And he's and a good shit. guy. He's a Again, good guy. I'm so what the fuck is wrong with these books? It was so gross. It's so gross. So that was my first like what the fuck mm-hmm. moment when I realized that he's a fucking cop and he's older and like we're not supposed to be scared of him. Mm-hmm. My second was that they all know his. OK, so the the bad guy, mm-hmm. Roger, we learned his real name is Roger. The The way we find out who he is, is that they're just like, oh, Roger. And I was like, who the fuck is Roger? And they're like, oh, it's Roger. The the. The stalker's Roger. And they're mm-hmm. all like, oh, yes, Roger. Yep. I was like, dude, we know who Roger was before. Like, why is they everyone... They do, and they're not saying. But even her, she's and like, so Roger. Like, okay, how the fuck old is Roger? Exactly. And also, what's his story? Why does he know yeah. the mall? And how long have they been watching him? And she rightly calls them out on the fact in the end. So, like, yeah. we don't need to go beat by beat. But eventually she ends up in... This area of the mall that Roger is like driven her to. Yeah. It's this weird, creepy basement full of mannequins. Yeah. And, and they're like dressed up for a wedding. A fucking 
bed. Yeah. And a wedding feast. And there's the white dress that he took for her wedding dress. And he keeps saying it's their wedding night. And it is so fucking disturbing. Also, like, there's this part I was a little confused about. Mm -hmm. There's, like, cobwebs everywhere and giant spiders that keep going all over her. But she's fine. And I was like, wait, is this real? Also, like, isn't that where he lives? Why are there still so many? Why is he so dirty? Spider webs and spiders. Just have some pride. Like, clean up. And it seems like that's what he's doing. It seems like he takes great care of where he goes. The the fact that this guy is just like a walkway to the mannequin but there's area there's spiders everywhere she's like use. she's in and this is the thing he's Clean so house, buddy he's meticulous enough to like wear fucking fake scars yeah and fake facial hair and hair and yeah and outfits that but not to clean up his death wedding death chamber I would clean up if I'm kidnapping a girl and also, trying to impress her. It's not that hard. Steal a broom and just like sweep it out. Like you can just kind of like get rid of. It truly makes no sense. This was the most unbelievable part of this book. Um, But yeah, I mean, she basically gets tricked into going down there. Mm-hmm. And in in the process of being tricked to go down there, she discovers Bethany's dead body, mm-hmm. which while she was in the hospital, Phantom Roger, Phantom Rogers just said, murdered her. Yeah. And he was like, she's not going to be a problem anymore. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Boo-boo. I love you. <laughs> I love you. My love. Love you so much. I'm definitely raping you later. I love you Seriously. so much. I murdered your boss. And then so yeah, he was murdered her boss. She's like, holy fuck. Also, Storm gets stabbed. And then we never even learn, is that Storm's real name? No, probably not. I don't know. I think we're supposed to assume it is. Who the fuck uses their real name to be undercover? Oh, I guess good point. Why doesn't Wyatt ever make fun? Yeah, so then, like, they save her from creepy rape phantom. Yeah. And are fucking terrible at their jobs also then their demeanor becomes so weird like they're like so casual and jokey yeah yeah they turn into bros also like okay so storm bro cops bro cop storm Mm -hmm. has been like stabbed in the heart almost Mm -hmm. he's like bleeding out Mm mm-hmm and then doesn't Wyatt get shot? Oh, Wyatt's also she shot. threw a paperweight at Wyatt when she was afraid that oh, he yeah. was chasing after her. So Wyatt is bleeding from the yeah. head. Storm's been stabbed. Wyatt's accidentally shot himself with his own gun, maybe? Yeah. And That's then a thing. Yeah, he got he shot himself with his own gun. And then so then they're like, okay, we have to call the ambulance to come to pick up Storm because Storm is like bleeding out. Yeah. But then they don't leave the weird little room and they just stay there for the rest of the book, like joking about what like bad cops Wyatt and Storm are. Yeah. But I was like, don't you need to go like to the hospital? And like, hi, Trish has been traumatized. Except she's like holding hands with Storm. Do you notice that? I was like, ew. And and you guys were using her as bait. Yeah. To find Roger. But Here's another part where I was like, oh, my God, this book is very intense. Um, So she was shaking her head, still edging away from him, trying to get to the other side of the bed. So this is before Storm and Wyatt have come in. I could have taken you that night, he mused, thinking back, shaking his head slowly. In fact, I almost did. But don't you see? I wasn't quite ready yet. And you were distraught. And I wanted everything to be perfect, perfect for you. The wedding feast. He waved his hand toward the table. 
toward the elegant array of food. The wedding dress. He reached out and ran How one hand slowly down her arm, her hip, over the smooth white Ew. counterpane. The wedding bed. Ew. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry. Uh, I know he's like a uh, weird fucked up like mall phantom. But how could he expect her to want to? I mean, a he how can he expect care. how a how can he expect her to want to be his? Well, what's happening? I would assume is that he's just he forces his victims to pretend because they're trying to spare like save yeah. their own lives. So they're like pretending like yeah yeah this is great I'm so yeah. happy. Also, and did then you- he's just like this is acceptable. Yes, you are happy. Did you feel like when she found out that there were like other brides before her that she was like, oh, huh. I mean, I just I just thought I was like, I was the only one. (laughs) I certainly felt I didn't feel that from her. (laughs) But what I was thinking is like, hey, Wyatt, go fucking fuck yourself. Because the way he delivers it is like that, where he's like, hate to tell you this, sweetie, but like you weren't his first love of his life. And I was like. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. This guy was going to hold her against her will and rape her many, yeah. many times. And then when he was and done, and murder then, her. And he has murdered other women like this. And you're like, sorry, you weren't the first. Also, um, yeah, me too, because that means multiple other women died. You fucking terrible cop monster. Also, like, I know that we touched on this before, but like. So when she when 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 Trish realizes that his name is Roger, mm-hmm. I reread this like eight times. Mm-hmm. He doesn't tell her his name; she just says it. It was where did she find it? It was when um she got in and she met him the first time when he was pretending to be a late night security guard. So that's he, he said, said his name was Roger. I think he called himself Roger there. Oh. I think. So he uses his real name there? Yeah. So she was like assuming that was his real name. And then when she calls him that again, he freaks out and he's like, no, my name is Ethan. And he like is like, it means immortal. You know what I was bummed up about? What? I would have liked it to have been someone we knew. Instead, it was like a nobody person. Well, that's why I wanted to be that Storm and Wyatt were both bad guys working in cahoots. Yeah. And then this mysterious stranger who's like, maybe a super poor guy who's just like living at the mall because he's homeless, but he's like a good guy. Well, he could just be a twist on a phantom. He could just be like a good phantom and not like a crazy obsessed with one person. Well, that's what phantom. I mean, yeah. basically. Christine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I would have liked that more. Yeah. For sure. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. Instead we get these fucking quippy monsters. I did not like the, I mean, the way really, the tone changes. It's, it's room. Yeah. He was going to keep her there as a sex prisoner. Yeah. And the the fact that they're all like jo- and then it's just weird cuz it's like they're all then just joking not leaving the room. Yeah, just explaining everything to her. It is weird that and they explain everything going to her like, too. Um, yeah, she's like, don't we have to go? Don't we have to go? He's like bleeding out. Why am I the only one concerned? He's like, yeah, I called for backup. It's like, yeah, but that's okay. not helping the situation. But like we could leave this area. Yeah. Very bizarre. They sucked. Yeah. I and that was the thing. It was like during the book, before I knew that what's his name was a cop, uh, Storm, mm-hmm. and and that Wyatt was a cop, and that like the killer guy was just a rando phantom guy. 
I was actually engaged and I was like, oh, this is kind of like creepy and scary. And like, who yeah. is this? Who could this be? Yeah. And I was hoping it would be an answer that, that we would sense. care about. Yeah. Instead, it was like, no, who it was was not a stake. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like, oh, okay. It's just a guy. Yeah. The killer is just a guy. Okay. It was just. And it was set up to where it's like, I actually liked Wyatt throughout the book. Yeah, me too. I thought he was going to end up being a good guy. And when he suddenly switches to like jokey bro cop at the end, I was so confused. Yeah, I was For like, Storm, it seemed natural. He was fucking terrible. Yeah. He was like forcing himself. Oh my God. Like to know that like Roger was trying to kidnap her and imprison her yeah. as his wife. Yeah. And that she is cut the fuck up, was in the hospital. Yeah. And then drives her out to a field to make out with her also i didn't he's get he's a monster yeah no he's a super monster and, and then wyatt like teases him about exactly. it at the end of the book i was what like was he that doesn't, he doesn't even like address what happened with him and her in the woods but later. he knows because he says the thing about um like and then that story you fed her about the woman who was running it was like i was just trying to get her to confide in me it's but like then it was what like, is this plan here's a thought yeah you know what's going on. Tell also, her. Also, like, then it was she like... She feels crazy right after now. After the plan, right, the, quote, plan to get her to, to open up, he still, like, forced himself on her. Why isn't he mentioning that? Which is that? not the plan. Yeah, like, why yeah. isn't he saying, like, hey, sorry, or, like, anything? Wyatt is acting like, my partner over here is going to crush on a teenager. Yeah, it's like, all part of the biz. Totally fine. Yeah, very gross. It's super gross. Um, She's, like truly a victim from all sides yeah. in this book i would say enjoyable read until the end and the end is really only like uh, actually the bro cops are pretty annoying for the last like 20 pages i'd say for a while however long the second they show up is. and they're like we're cops yeah i was i hated that them. they show up and those are their personalities i was like fuck this book yeah up until then i was like oh this is a really terrifying thriller yeah apart from trish being an idiot and it not being like that well written it was still like yeah but it's still an tracks. interesting exciting read it still tracks for the phantom of the opera thing too because christine is just a little idiot yeah the whole time she's just yeah. like huh? boring what? what except there's no boyfriend in this one no rolf it's the first storm but yeah, yeah so then when it gets to those cops and they're being so horrible and it's like we're supposed to be like oh thank god they're there yeah then i was like fuck this book yeah exactly Up until that's then, exactly how i was yeah too. for sure so why don't you just like read this book until <laughs> until the the like weird spider wedding and then like mm -hmm. just make up what you think happens. Yeah, just decide for yourself what ending you wanted. It's a cho it's a choose your own adventure except instead it's a write your own ending adventure. Mm -hmm. Yep. Be the ending you want to see in the world. Yeah. Um so yeah, I guess I would yeah. say like soft recommend to read. I I recommend it. It just made me angry yeah. <laughs> at the end. Yeah. But a lot of these books do. And at least it was an interesting read. An interesting, truly scary read. Yeah. It is truly frightening. Yeah. And next week, if you guys are following along with us, uh, we are reading Whispers from the Grave by Leslie Rule, daughter of Anne Rule, who wrote The Stranger Beside Me, co-worker of Ted Bundy. All of that information is very weird. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're reading next. Yep. And if you... Uh, don't know where to find our reading schedule, go to teencreepspod.com. 
thank you guys so much for tuning in as always and thank you to our patreon subscribers who help make this podcast possible uh your money really does help us produce everything from buying books to reimbursing our guests for books Mm -hmm. to paying our guests to paying for our guest parking Mm -hmm. it really does go somewhere so we thank you a lot and if you'd like to uh, donate as well you can go to patreon.com slash teen creeps and uh uh, we love you, and um, don't go to malls. Don't ever go to the mall. Don't if except I love the mall. I love the mall. I'm still going to the mall. I'm still going to go. I'm still going to okay, go. Okay, so I'll change my advice to if a dude kidnaps you from a library and you you're all banged up, and then he tries to force himself on you, don't trust him later. Um, if a guy comments on the taste of you, mm-hmm. and you don't know him. Mm-hmm. Then sneeze in his face. That's how you get rid of him. Three times. Excuse Bless me. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And keep it creepy. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.